0: Right. It's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every yeah. week. Let's go, boss. Oh I got that. God. They shot me in Denver. Yo, no!
1: Yo,
2: my We We three! One, two, three. Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3, MileHighSports.com. You can watch us there. Call us in the hotline. Join the conversation. Let's go out to the hotline get our guy. Uh, he's a mayhem icon. It's the one and it's the only. It's Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck. Hi, Danny. What's up, buddy?
0: Hey, Danny. I didn't know you were the greatest bus in Concord's history.
2: Oh,
3: but yeah. It's better
0: to be a bus than it never was.
3: Hello?
2: Yes, yes. Hi, how are you, it's Chuck? The
3: chat, is Chad there?
2: Dave's not here, man.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I just—I I didn't know that about you. You're an interesting guy. You're always learning new stuff about you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, what, what's new with you?
3: Hey, man, I'm uh, trying to find out about this Ciara woman, and everybody I ask, they say I've never heard of her. I go, but she has millions of dollars, sold thousands of records, millions of records, and
2: thousands but of I records.
3: I—I keep, I, I, I keep asking people if you ever heard of her. And, there's no, nah, I never heard of her. Yeah, but she's the queen of Denver already.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. There is the royalty, man. She's great. I mean, she's yeah. beautiful woman. Beautiful well, God, woman.
3: Whoa. Yeah. yeah, I'll I, tell I you. See her. She's a prince. Yeah. She's a hottie. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's nice are classing it up. I, I don't know who uh, Kyle Orton was married to, but she wasn't a big famous.
2: Oh yeah, artist. for sure. I don't know either.
3: But she probably was a looker, too. You know how it is. Yeah. Hey, Danny. Yeah. We got this. Pro- we got a serious problem with the avalanche. Where they lost four in a row, or three in a row, or whatever it is, and and I hate that. We need to win, win, win. Get fired up for the for the playoffs. Yeah. I, I If they're putting in the backups and letting them play and resting guys, I don't mind that so much. But they weren't. McKinnon's out there going like crazy, and they're losing. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I hate that Uh, 2002, we won the Cup. Yeah. The President's Cup. We didn't win Stanley Cup. Yeah. Went to Detroit, beat them 3-2. And Game 5, Game 6 was back in Denver. No mm-hmm. goals did we score. We went back to Detroit for Game 7. No goals did we score. We got to out two in a row. Yeah. And And this was real, very, very reminiscent of that time and I'm like I hate that I don't want to ever do that again that was embarrassing because we were the defending Stanley Cup champions that year and Patrick Waugh's out at the, at, the, at the red line trying to defend goals mm-hmm. I'm like what's wrong with that guy mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was the end of Patrick Law.
2: Anyway, yeah man he's the greatest though
3: we're gonna I guess we're gonna, who are we using for goalie now
2: uh, we got our guy, um, Darcy.
3: Oh, Darcy's not Franco's no
2: more. No, 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 Darcy.
3: Okay, well, I don't know. I guess we can pull it around. I know they're waiting around for the playoffs. And, uh, you know, they're just getting ready to get that cup because I want that cup. Yeah. You know?
2: I do, too. I do, too. De- well, Denver's
3: had so few t- championships of anything. Yeah. Uh, we were the Triple A champs in 70, mm-hmm. and then uh, the Denver Gold won the USFL championship,
2: Yeah,
3: when Craig Morton was their coach. Mm-hmm. And then the two Stanley Cups and the three Super Bowls, that's it. Look at Boston, they have that many in like a decade, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. hate those people.
2: I hate them, too. <laughs> you well, know
3: so, anyway, I was just like... That's I some good stuff today, cup. Chuck. I I I I got a feeling about the Nuggets. They're gonna to go to, go because they're gonna go to out to Oakland or San Francisco or wherever they play, uh-huh. and they're gonna whip them. Come back here for Game Six and see what happens after that But
2: Anyway, Daddy, all right, Chuck. It's, it's good, it's good to hear today. from you, buddy. It's good stuff.
3: Yeah, you guys, you guys got it going on. We
2: do. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate you, buddy. Peace. To go back out to the hotline. Get our guy, he's a mayhem icon. It's D
0: I A Bert. We really start the fire. Jimmy.
2: Wow, look at you! Just when I thought you couldn't get any older. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I In love this you, buddy. Grammar, yeah, you guys.
0: Anyway.
2: Your music In this grammar, it
0: doesn't matter.
2: Very sophisticated palette with the music. You're one of our uh, music
0: number people. three, number seventy-two, and number ten. That's all you need during the whole entire season of football. That's all you need.
2: So, who are those guys? Emmanuel Sanders, number ten.
0: No, Judy.
2: no oh, oh, Judy,
0: Jerry Judy. Oh,
2: you mean right, right Wilson now? Russell okay, Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Who is 72?
0: 72.
2: Is that Garrett Bowles? Mecklenburg?
0: Garrett Bowles. Okay. And who's number three?
2: Uh, Drew you're Locke. You're going to be hearing
0: it a lot.
2: <laughs> Russell uh,
0: Wilson. Jerry Judy. Wilson the Judy. Wilson the Judy. It's all you're going to be hearing all season long, especially the Kansas game, where everybody's already predicting a lot. I don't think so. With those three players, I don't think we're even going to lose one game. I, I'm saying it right now.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Look it. You're going to have Garrett Bowles. You're going to have Jerry Judy on that left, and then even to tie tied in like Jake wants, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you got Roberto with I.
2: I think Alberto's going to be, be a star this year. Mm-hmm. I think Alberto's a big star.
0: Big cheer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then oh, what? what happened to the wide world of sports, Danny? Three what? games in a row. Uh-huh. What is going on with that? Chuck nice, he's absolutely right. I mean, you lost three, but you're only you are at fifty five right now. But if you play the Blues, which is the top three, you play. Who is it after that? You have. Uh, Minnesota, but you have the one in the middle, Mm -hmm. which is the Predators. Mm -hmm. That's uh, 58, Danny, and you're in. Okay. Did you see the Tampa Bay Lightning game against the Florida Panthers? Because you said that you got to keep up with the Panthers. Oh, my God, that was ugly. Yeah. We're talking beautiful words. The beautiful woman, Danny. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. It was like seven and something. Yeah, it was beautiful stuff. I mean, these guys are throwing in some goals that you would not believe. And then you're – I don't know what's going on with your Nuggets. Yeah, Do they have to win like two more, three more, something like that more?
2: Yes, they have to win three more. If they lose one more, they're, they're <laughs> out, Bert. They're, it's over with. <laughs> Their season is over. <laughs> hey, we got to go, Bert. That's great stuff today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, they're yeah. going to bounce back. They got the Blues tonight. Uh-huh. I have a really good feeling that they're going to be in the – they're going to be in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Danny, you guys, start calling it the ballerina of the jar. The jar? <laughs> yeah, it's think the about sack. it. The, 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 sack? the pickle Girls and the jar.
2: <laughs> we got to go, Mr. Pickles.
0: Okay. <laughs> Bye.
4: Bye. I think those two guys were drunk today. I think so. I think they actually met up at. Uh, Stonies. At Stoney's? I don't know. What well, bar is open in the morning? We can go get drinks anywhere. Uh, I don't know. Really? I mean, there's got to be places,
2: right? I'm not a, you know. I'll ask Galo. He knows where. I'll ask Galo.
4: You he definitely know so knows. That.
2: Okay. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some of the greatest draft picks ever of all time. I don't mean Peyton Manning going number one. I mean, guys who slipped through the cracks, very far through the cracks. Some of the greatest late-round picks in the history of the National Football League. Tell me, all right, Danny and Jake, back on the other side of Miley Sports. Back in uh 10:16 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Uh just saw that the infamous Honus Wagner T206 uh baseball card, a version of it uh that's trimmed, okay? Which means it was damaged. Uh so someone cut three sides of the card and it has a massive crease okay so it's slabbed it's authenticated but it's not graded because you can't grade it grade like an as 1 a point 5 but it's authentic it's been slabbed and graded as authentic how much do you think it's sold for
4: i'll say like okay so it's authentic but it's kind of in yeah, hold on one sec, check this out.
2: In May of last year, another Wagner sold for $3.5 million. Um It was a record paid for the card. Uh, let me see here. That version of the card received a three, graded a three, okay? And okay. is, again, to give you a version of what this card is, a .5 to a three would be the difference of, your old car to your new car. Ooh. Okay.
4: Both nice. Both nice.
2: Both nice, but like your old car was your old car that needed right. work, all kinds of stuff. It was, you know, and even worse, your new car is a beautiful new car. So. Mm. Um,
4: okay, I'll say 1 million. I like that. 1.5. Okay. Yeah, that's a good guess. That's a really good guess.
2: But this card is so, you know, was owned by. Not this exact, th- this card, but not this particular card uh, by like Gretzky and Todd McFarlane and geez, who else bought it? A couple other big time people bought that card. This one card like that. And this is just another version that has been found of this card somewhere. And after a 17 day auction, 1.5 million bucks. So it just wasn't that long ago, like the 90s where you could buy things for thousands of dollars that are worth millions of dollars now. That's just true. You like know, houses. Yeah, like houses, I guess.
4: Good call. Um, okay, so best draft picks of all time.
2: Yeah. Oh, one little tidbit. I, I saw a little reporter rumor that the Packers and the Raiders were what, Jake?
4: They're in negotiating for a trade. On who? Darren Waller. What's up with that? Do you think you think do you believe that? I do. I think really I think the, why would they trade him because they don't want to pay him huge? I think that has something to do with it as well as the Green Bay Packers are more probably initiating the conversation now that they don't have Devonte Adams a world class wide receiver so why not replace him with a world class top three tight end in this league with Darren Waller So I think the Packers are probably initiating this and trying to you know gather steam. While the Raiders are like, oh, we just got you know. And the thing about the Raiders' pass catchers, Devontae, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro are all effective best from the slot. All three of those guys are best effective from the slot. So I think they're going to want to maybe you know, trim some fat because you only have two slot positions on the field. So I think they're going to want to get rid of one of them. Just for that reason. Wow, that's shocking to me. What what can they get in return for
2: him, do you think? Easily a first-round pick. I would say a first and like a third or something like that. First
4: and a fourth. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, So, do you think that happens? I think it does happen. I think a first-round pick and Robert Tunyon. Okay. For Darren Waller. Replace your tight end with Tunyon. Who's not bad. He's just coming off an ACL. Yeah. And then you get a first round pick. Okay.
2: Wanted to do something today that um, I think is kind of fun. I got a list here of who I think are some of the best late round draft picks in the history of the league. Not just, you know, Peyton Manning, he is the number one overall pick. Is Peyton the greatest pick in NFL history you know something like that you know John Elway, you know sure why not but guys who like almost didn't happen were passed on by every team in the league three four five times and if it wasn't the right place in the right time in the right circumstance you know these guys stories are kind of all legendary in their own right we'll start with with Tom Brady right Tom Brady's got to be the greatest draft pick in NFL history whether it's first or last, he was the 199th pick of the sixth round in the 2000 draft. And the rest is kind of history, right?
4: Right. I mean, that's the number clear cut. Number one. Okay.
2: So while I have a lot of guys on this list, this is Broncos country, right? Um, I have a couple Broncos on this list who I think go on any list, not just the Broncos greatest draft picks of all time, but the greatest draft picks in NFL history list as well and I'll go straight to Shannon Sharp who was drafted 192 in the 7th round in 1990 okay you know the Rob Gronkowski in the second round is is one thing and Aaron Hernandez ah the Hernandez is 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 um drafted in the 4th round is one thing but getting Shannon Sharp in the 7th round converting him from receiver to tight end um I think Shannon Sharp is an, old school, an older era's greatest tight end of all time, and still we consider him amongst the greats, but guys right after his era and he was in the middle of that era um, became just ridiculous stat-stuffing pass catchers like Tony Gonzalez, a contemporary, right? Right. Okay. We go to our guy we brought up yesterday in Terrell Davis obviously, sixth round pick nine, uh, 196 overall in 1995 um You know, I think Terrell Davis is easily one of the 10 greatest running backs in NFL history. Yeah, his story is a great one from just making it with the Broncos to um, accomplishing like every last thing on planet Earth you could accomplish as a player and a running back. Um, Yeah. Okay, so now we got to dip back to when... There were like 30 rounds in the draft, but also a lot less teams. And you'd, you know, bring 200 guys to training camp. And like uh, Vince Papali, you just, you guys kept getting eliminated. And these guys just kept making, you know, making the cut, making the cut. So Bart Starr, okay, was drafted in the 17th round, okay, the 17th round in 1956. But it was only the 199th pick. Not only, but again, these guys were. It, Terrell Davis was the 196th pick or whatever of the sixth round. Okay, so um, Roger Staubach, tenth round, 129th overall in 1964. Again, t- the, every team in the league passed on Roger Staubach ten times. Okay, just you got to you know for, you got to think about that a little bit. And then Deacon Jones, who's kind of like maybe the greatest pass rusher in NFL history, at least of. Um, you know, a, a, an older era, era of oh, wow. uh, football. Um, back when they didn't even keep sack stats. He has hundred and seventy-three unofficial, unofficial sacks because they didn't start counting sacks until nineteen eighty-two. Um, you know, Deacon Jones was a freak show of nature, and he was where, where did I say he went? Uh fourteenth round, hundred and eighty-sixth overall in nineteen sixty-one. Uh, let me give you a few more guys here, okay? Um. How about how about Antonio Brown? We mentioned him yesterday. Is Antonio Brown one of the ten greatest receivers in NFL history? I say yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a slam dunk. I wouldn't go top five, but I think he's a slam dunk top ten because he's won a Super Bowl. He had a bunch of success in Pittsburgh before. I mean, like incredible success. The route running ability, all of it. You know, like the whole thing. Um, I got one for you. Sixth round, 195th overall in 2010 was Antonio Brown. Give me one.
4: Bo Jackson. Wow. Where was he? He was drafted in 1987. uh, Pick number 183, round number seven. How did he fall so late? Was there a commitment to – Wait, was he in the supplemental draft, Bo Jackson? No, that was Brian Bosworth. Well, it says here – let's see. I don't know. I don't know why he slipped so far down. Was he did he tell them that he was gonna play baseball or I think that maybe? might have been the issue. He sa- it says right here, running back Bo Jackson was the number one overall draft pick of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in nineteen eighty six, the yes. year before, but never signed a contract with the team. He played baseball instead. Yes,
2: that's what happened. I knew it. So then he went back into the draft the next year and a team took a flyer on him, the Raiders, right? Right. He only played like X amount, a handful of games in the minor leagues, and they just brought him up, and he was just cracking home runs for the Royals. Like, it was it was nothing. How about this one? Mr. Unlimited. That's a great one. Is he a third-round pick? Third-round pick. Russell was a third-round pick, and as story and legend has it, the Broncos were very high on Russell Wilson. Liked him a lot, okay? Liked him quite a bit. Um, but they had just signed Peyton Manning, and they used their second round pick on Brock Osweiler who John always son roomed with or had a relationship, whatever at Arizona state and the rest is kind of history. And I also think that method that the thought process to that was Brock is more like a Peyton looking like, you know, a uh, poor man's Peyton of a quarterback that Peyton come on there and th- theoretically develop. So if something was to happen to Peyton, the, um, you got a guy who's kind of Peyton like, I think that was just, I mean, white guy, I guess because Russell Wilson was great. Imagine handing it off to Russell Wilson after, you know, 2015 and, you know, sprinkling him in in 2014, 2015. It might have extended Peyton's career one more year, and then we'd have handed it right off to Russell
4: Wilson and probably won some more Super Bowls. Imagine that. Wow, right? That is remarkable. It would have been incredible. And, you know, if they drafted Russell Wilson, they probably don't even play the Seahawks in that Super Bowl.
2: I got a lot more of these drafted um, late round. guys who were went on to be you know, all-time great players. Some guys are just infamous, like Joe Horn. Remember Joe Horn? Yep. Rodney Harrison. Yeah, drafted by the Chiefs in the fifth round, 135 overall. Um, Marcus Colston, seventh round pick, 2006, draft 252 overall by the Saints. He had a borderline Hall of Fame career. He was really good. Uh, Robert Mathis, remember Freenia Mathis, man. Uh fifth round pick by the Colts in 2003. Um, you have like four or five pro bowls. Um yeah, man, if I bet if you look at his body of work, it's borderline Hall of Fame. Um lots of running backs. Jamal Anderson, remember Dirty Bird, by the Falcons, 1994 was drafted the um, seventh round, 201 overall. Cortland Finnegan was a seventh round draft pick. He's most famous for getting, getting beat, beat up, up by Andre, Andre Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Shane Leckler, who's one of the greatest punters of all time, was a fifth-round pick. Why wouldn't he be, right? He's a punter. And I'll give you one more. Steve Largent, who's a Hall of Famer, was drafted by the Oilers in the fourth round of the 1976 draft. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Hotline and text line. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer. It's Mile High Sports.
3: Love
2: this is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. Uh, Here we go. It's tricky. To rock around. To
1: rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. It's tricky. 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 tricky, tricky,
2: Uh, We're talking about Twitter and Elon. We got Annie the Fifth in from Culture Street Street hanging out with us. What's going on? (laughs) What's up, brother? That's funny. (laughs) Uh, I go, Twitter's where it's at, man. I told you. And he goes, For propaganda. (laughs) <laughs>
1: but musk did say he was going to clean up the bots and make sure that twitter was 100 percent human so we'll see we'll see so how are you bro doing good how are things oh man moving along how's the shop doing well got the new lease on the new spot dang oh, it's got official a lot of work it's official yep. wow got the keys and all yep 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 ran into a little hiccup with the mall though i missed the. they lost a check man they lost my February check. What? And wink, wink, or yeah, like they're no, little, like, they're little, like, little, like no, they were they're blaming wink, it wink. on FedEx. Okay, and so yeah, like I owe them twenty grand, and they're like, yeah, start. You need to pay us four grand a week, or we're gonna charge you a hundred dollars a day. I'm like, what? 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 So, hold yeah. hold up, stop, wait,
4: because yeah. I don't
1: have the money. You know, yes, if I would have been balancing my checkbook, you know, like I'm uh-huh. supposed to be doing, yeah. but you know, I'm wearing thirty two hats here. It's kind of hard to keep yeah. up with everything. Uh, yeah, I would have noticed the extra money, but. You know, by mid-March, I mean, I'm spending, I'm buying product for the store. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you know, 20 grand is, 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 is a couple days worth yeah. of buying. So, Damn. yeah, now now I'm in a new pickle,
2: but we'll figure it out. Dang. Um, the shop's looking good. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good yeah. shoes. What do you, you know, what's coming that's good? Uh, Let's see. You got some new sweaters you guys put together, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like so, in girl colors. I forgot.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> girl colors. Dude, does this guy have a daughter? yeah
2: two, and a two. wife, yeah wow, why what? bro, spring colors, oh, that's what I meant. To girl say. colors, really? I really say <laughs> pastels,
1: there you go, that's better girl <laughs>
2: colors <laughs> what is the is, is uh, pink yeah we the
1: dropped one? we dropped tiffany Whoa! Also, known, also, also known as mint or you know something yeah like that, that tiffany. uh, we did pink, and then we did uh, what was the third one?
2: Tiffany pink. Oh, lavender. Whoa. Yeah. Jacob, oh, yeah. you can go nice pastel, Tiffany pink or lavender, what would you go with? Lavender. lavender. Yep. Okay. And would we you like a that. hoodie in like a regular um, color or a quote pastel. unquote pastel?
4: Pastel all day. There there go. Go. See, yeah. dude, pastel? Do you know what time of year it is? There you yeah, go. Okay.
2: East, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's funny. So what what kind of stuff are you taking at the shop right now? Uh, we'll
1: see. We're taking sneakers, Jordans, retros. We're taking Yeezys, 350s, uh, 700s, and slides. We're taking, Why not 450s? Uh, well, the 450s are cool. It's just they're they're slower movers. So if I'm specific, slow like, drip, I've only got a little bit of time on the radio, bro. So I'm gonna just say the main ones that are you know that I know are the movers. Yeah, but bad. uh, yeah. Uh, but I'm glad that you know that what a 450 is now. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. We need Supreme tees. We need Bape tees and Bape sharks. Amazingly, out of all the hoodies that we sell, Bape sharks sell all year long. Summer. I got. Listen. If there's something, I
2: get collectibles, Mm -hmm. even things that I don't collect myself or think are even cool, right? But you got to explain the Bape brand to me and why these shirts are just so insanely popular and expensive. Bape and it just yeah. Is, and what's like what's the Bape logo? Is the gorilla? It's the uh, the ape. Bape, the ape, ape, ape. yeah. Bape, Bape. Ape, ape. Ape,
1: ape. Ape, ape. Um. So yeah, it's where they started in the nineties. They got big in the two thousands in the music world. Yeah. Uh. It is. It is. You know. Who's rocking this brand? That's making ape. kids and well, people I'm trying clamor to, to, to it. that. That's kind of where I'm leading to. Is in the music world, the hip hop world really took off with it. So it became really big in the streets, like literally. The streets into the neighborhoods, uh it became a expression of you know, of of what of what you're able to afford. Number one, okay, right? Yeah. Uh, but also you know just be and it's also it's a rare. It's hard you know you're not just gonna find these in any store. So retail for like a shark hoodie right now, just retail is like four fifty to five fifty. You know they even go up higher. If it's what, like what's a vibration. shark hoodie? A shark hoodie is where you got a shark. On the hood, yeah, and you can zip it all the way up, all the way up across your face. Okay, and so it's a full zip. Who up. wears that? Who wears that? Let's see. Uh, the demographic mainly right now is going to be, uh, 15 to 25. That's the okay. main demographic. You'll see it definitely, you know, go into older uh demographics, but that's the main one. Would you pull the shark off? I would. Um, you know, like I'm wearing a Bape uh, hoodie right now. It's not yeah. a shark, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would, but it's, it, it is, I would say definitely more for the younger okay. cats, you know, they've kind of taken that, uh, that, that, that hoodie and made it their own.
2: Yeah. So
1: like if I grab a shark hoodie, it's cause it's going to be a Baitbury shark hoodie or something that's going to look classic, you know, or low key or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those brands that on the street, it has its value. So a $500 shark hoodie. Yeah. On the street is five hundred dollars. You can buy a five hundred dollar gun with it. You can buy five hundred dollars worth of drugs with it. You could buy five hundred dollars worth of whatever with it. Yeah. Because and that's why when they break into my store and they steal all my shark hoodies, that's what they go after they first. They want five hundred dollars worth of drugs for their well,
4: money. Yeah, You know, no, they stole no, saying, from If you?
1: they're breaking into my store, they're probably doing other you know nefarious things. But yeah. you know, on the street, that is worth because you know you steal anything
2: else you know. Yeah uh it, they're not it, breaking it, into the store just because the pure fashion aspect right. of right
1: you know i mean old navy's not getting broken into you know for their retro for their, shirts of, you know Coca-Cola. cool jeans right yeah. it's just because immediately you see
2: a bape shark you know exactly what it is that'd be funny if all these gangsters just drove right inside of the old navy go 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 grab them they're just grabbing <laughs> like uh yeah wool right
1: sweaters yep and yeah, then and they're out in the hood, and they look like an old Navy commercial. Yeah. Right. like weird. shirts
2: with stripes on them. That would be weird. Yeah. That'd be funny. That'd be a funny game. Uh, okay. 303-831-1340. <laughs> hotline. Join the conversation. Get Andy the Fifth on Culture Street in here in the house with us. The draft is on Thursday. The Broncos don't have a first-round pick no. because they gave it away for Russell Wilson. Yeah. But they have still three picks in the top 100. Okay. Uh, okay. So, you know, again, that's, you know, usually top teams. Top 100 players of the entire Draft class Nice entire nation So um, Again there's teams Now what are those numbers? uh, I don't know 64 60 something like 96 So it's like You know So so, you know There's the thought process of Do you consolidate A couple of those picks And try to move maybe Back into the end Of the first round Or very high Into the second round So you could get a
1: 60s What are they going to combine? They're not going to be able to do Two first round
2: picks Equal maybe The end of the first round you can give up all three of those picks to get into the first End round. Into the first round? Yeah. So you'd get, what, top 20? There's, um, 22. yeah, like 20, yeah. 20 28, 20, you know, nine. There's, there's certain little perks to drafting guys in the first round. Okay. You get them oh, under yeah. contract for one more year of the control, uh, under the contract, uh, which is a big deal. But also, and I didn't finish this point earlier, Jake. The fifth year, you know, Mr. Smart, oh, you get them in the fifth. The, if, there's a, if they're a great player, okay. By the fifth year, you're, if they're a great player, you're tearing up that contract and giving them a new deal anyways. Yep. So no great player is going to play through a fifth year of a deal. This Debo Samuel's been in the league for just a few years, and he's not going he to play for $5 million next year when there's receivers making $35 million. Mm-hmm.
4: I see what you're saying, but the fifth year option isn't for those hits. It's for the the misses who or you still think still can have some potential. Uh, okay, that, that's know, rare though. Like a Bradley Chubb.
2: Well, Garrett Bowles. Was check it, this out. Wasn't Drew Luck kind of like that? Eh, he mm. was a for, uh, second round pick. Garrett sure. Bowles um, was in his first four seasons looked at as kind of a miss. They didn't exercise the fifth year option. So in that fourth year, his fourth year. When they stopped calling holding penalties and the rules changed a little bit, Garrett Bull had a All-Pro year. Mm-hmm. So instead of the Broncos giving him getting him at six or seven million dollars, he he made they gave him a new contract and he's making like eighteen. Yep. So he in essentially they he rolled the dice on himself, sure, and um, you know played his way into. So that's also what could happen. That's the bad side of what could happen, but. All that's really again. I don't know. That's
1: five years from now. So yeah. What 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 teams are going to give? Like uh, that's where I get a little confused. Is like okay, so you're going to try to take my three picks, so I can try to get in the bottom of the first. Mm -hmm. But those three picks got to go into one team. Yeah, all players. Well, that's. uh, They'll probably. Well, there's probably a lot of trading. Well, here's a thought too, too, isn't
2: it? There's one thought, and I don't know if it's exactly what you're saying or or what your train of thought is. Well, three trying to trying to take on three. Well, okay, that's three players who have to make the team. Three players who you have to pay money to. Right. The Broncos are so talented right now, like they, they don't need to have 10 draft picks because four mm. or five of those guys wouldn't even be able to really make the team. So mm. that's the one bonus, actually, is not having to trading some picks, is that now you don't have to pay a first-rounder a lot of money. Mm. I mean, there's, you want your first-round picks. This is just trying to not save face, but now... Make the best of the picks you don't have and the picks you do still have now that you gave up a lot for Russell Wilson. Sure. So again, each draft pick has to be paid. You have to, you know, save a certain amount of money for it to pay your draft class every single year. So um again, not only are they only paying Russell about twenty or twenty-five million dollars right now, when which seems which is and seems like a lot, but there's about five or six or seven other quarterbacks making 40 to 50 million dollars right. right now. Remind me what round was Wilson? Third. Right. Broncos loved him. So Broncos
1: loved that's him. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they can just try to go find that gem again.
2: Yeah. They, not, 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 not necessarily a not quarterback, quarterback Listen, even in other areas. Time oh, yes. I was going to say, yeah. find yeah. that gem again. No. They've never found no. that gem. No, no, gem I'm saying. As just a quarterback. Just go
1: find that receiver gem. Just go find that linebacker Bingo. gem.
2: Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. So we kind of were saying, there's, every team has pressure on them to have success, but the pressure of finding a first-round pick and hitting on him, yeah. that's off their shoulders. And now right. they're because they have Russell Wilson, they're so much more talented. So these picks you have, these three top 100 picks, I want a guy who they believe is a heart and soul guy, former team captain. I want a guy who is a total project piece yeah. who has got an extreme ability and then i want one guy who's like a flyer who got in trouble for hitting chronic or got in trouble in high school who would have been a first or second round pick but he just got himself in some trouble
4: credit to george payton in the hey. second and third round he's he's hit on almost every single pick well in one year in his first year yeah first, yeah, yeah yeah. obviously okay but you got to give him credit. no for sure yeah. okay give
2: the guy some credit i mean give for real some- Credit. I mean, for real. All right,
4: three zero three eight three
2: one thirteen forty is the hotline. Uh Join the conversation. Andy the Fifth from Culture Street is in with us for one final segment here. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Smiling Sports.
3: I'm up, homie. You up? got us, then we gon' be alright.
2: Right. We gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. We be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. We gonna be alright. Back in on a. Taco Tuesday edition of the program, 303 831 is the hotline and the text line. Uh, Andy from Culture Street is in with us. A lot of things are happening with Culture Street, man. It's crazy because you're like, um, for one, I think any business that lasts three or four years, man, it, it, it might be in dog years, the equivalent to like 10 years. Yeah okay yeah um, Feels like so that. yeah so while you're relatively like a new brand you guys are kind of like a mainstay in the game now people come to you guys all day long every single day um, to do business with you guys to come in and look around the shop for one and then to bring you stuff you got you know you got guys who are chasing kind of stuff for you or bringing stuff for you that they know that you want and that you can move and they're you know while you have a bunch of employees in a, essentially He's got a bunch of other guys like on the streets yeah. that are kind of working for you, too. Yeah. And I think that's kind of cool. And that will carry wherever you go. So while you're leaving the mall and you're not, you're not going to have um 14-year-old Liam who's going <laughs> to drag his mom from Chino's into Culture Street right. and talk her into some, you know, $300 ones, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, you're at, going, or ask me dumb questions. Man, middle school. <laughs> or stillers. like I don't understand it or get mad because this is how much stuff costs. Right. That's just how much stuff costs, lady. Like your purse. Yep. Or your shoes yep. or whatever else. So um yeah, but I think you're gonna get introduced to a whole nother like that DU vibe's gonna go down there. That, you know, that all the that's the South High School. I mean, like the Washington Park vibe over there. Sure. Um and then all the way east. Right. From you go Denver into like Aurora over there, it's just like right. you're in a, a good spot. To you know, Glendale and Leetsdale over there, it's you're, it's a great spot. You guys are gonna have a lot of success in this new spot.
1: I, 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 I'm glad I, I talked I'm, you out I'm, of uh, David Buster's. That. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was looking at it.
2: I know. <laughs> uh, but uh,
1: I'm feeling I'm feeling better and better the more I tell people because like I'm telling you, like I don't know, it, it might just be me, but I feel like three quarters of the people are saying that. Oh, but oh, good, that's
2: closer to me. Oh, 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 good that's closer to me well oh that's right down the street from me I'm like sweet listen <laughs> people who come to the shop now mainly not mainly I'd say half um because it's because they are in- near that area right okay so they're driving the other by. half are people who come to you from anywhere right. okay yep. um Colorado boulevard i-25 is just about essentially located no, 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 let me correct as- that let me correct that
1: 10 percent will come to me from anywhere well, that's what shows that this really is a community store Like, most of what you see, people that come to my store, live within 15 minutes of my store. Yeah. So that's where I feel I can park more stores. I could park up to three stores in Denver, you know, and then go to Fort Collins, Colorado Springs, Boulder, because it really is a community store. Yeah. You know, I don't hardly see any of my customers from Northfield, you know. Interesting. So, you know, we were doing pretty well in Northfield when we left. So I'm going, there's still a market there. Yeah. Right? You know, like, I don't see any of the resellers. I don't see a lot of... The same customers at all so yeah I maybe feel like not in state north i feel build, like most of somewhere. what you see is really close to where the store yeah yeah
2: okay yep so yeah man what's like what's next for the setup and for the new store like what do you what's like the process got to be for you because uh, you got the keys you can go in there I got the keys. right now right right it's a, should it's, we throw like a massive uh rave or something in there ooh, like a rager
1: i don't know about that
2: glow sticks Ooh no Pacifiers. Man, you keep going back to 1998. You gonna, I, I need know, you to run my you? back, bro. <laughs> Will you run my back? No, no, I don't want to get weird with it. But, uh, but hey, hey, it's It's a dusty, uh, it's
1: really dusty right now. Uh, it really used dusty. to be the old K&G menswear. Okay. And so Old Navy, how long's Old Navy been in there? Like I'd say years? about, no, I'd say about six. Six years? Five or six, yeah. They've been there for five or six years? I think so, yeah. I don't know if it's been that long. Uh, well, because the thing is, that uh, the space I'm taking over is hasn't been rented since K and G left. That's been a long time, right?
2: So it's dusty,
1: uh, yeah. and so it's dated. The lights, oh my god, I'm gonna have to spend money on lights.
2: But you're an electrician.
1: I am, but still, the lights themselves are expensive. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of work. So it's, I don't. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, it's not going to be as pretty. So we gotta, but
2: it is going to be bigger. So we got to have Zay stop buying fake shoes then if we're going to get meet, meet these margins that we're... We have to have Zay do what? Stop buying fake shoes then, right? Oh,
1: no. Zay's not the problem. He's not the problem? No, Who is? Dude, honestly. I I think Zay <laughs> I and think, I don't like each other no, anymore, so that's, that's why I took a shot honestly, at Honestly, that's why I stepped away from the buy desk. I, I, I think I became the number one problem. What? <laughs> not by a lot. You what know? Know? do you mean? I see you smelling the shoe. The, you got the black know, light on them. Well, you know, but still, I usually get caught at the end of the day when I'm tired. And I'm not at my, you know, my meds are wearing off. And I, I jump into a deal and I'm not paying attention. <laughs> and next thing I know, I'm handing the guy cash. And two days later, the cleaners are going, yo, what's up
2: with this? Fuck. What are those? Uh... <laughs> Get it. And five, four, three, two. So let me ask you this. Um, What do you need right now at the shop?
1: what do i need what do i need i need an investor i need a big investor, investor. really see i wasn't going yeah, there but man. maybe the right guy's listening to this right now uh yeah i mean i've got a couple guys uh that are that are you know that i've kind of shared it with and if
2: you had um, unlimited funds right now i don't mean to open five of the locations at the same time no way But would like I where do would that. one or two other locations go right now
1: uh well that, and that's what i tell because people are like how much do you need and i go Two hundred and fifty thousand to launch this store to where we are profitable and we are good to go. Two hundred and fifty thousand we can pop up product. with that.
2: That's how we pop up. Like that's where that's how do where, we create the that's culture where street, street becomes, pop up games
1: national becomes nationally known, right? With two hundred and fifty thousand. Like I've got the solution, I've got the you know, I've got the systems, I just need so another. So two hundred and fifty that's injection. the number to go pop up right. another a million will open up another store and to answer your question,
2: that second store would probably be Boulder. Okay. Yeah, interesting. I think Boulder would be a nice second spot. I think Boulder would kill you. I don't know yeah. how much stuff would come in up there. Oh, you would be amazed. I no. might be wrong about my, that, but m- I think remember I remember be so my much
1: demographic. Th- my demographic is yeah. twelve to twenty five. Yeah, where is Boulder? The university. They're yeah. right smack in the middle of that. And Boulder, let me tell you, they a lot of people from all over the country, wealthy parents send their kids to Boulder. Uh-huh. So you're getting all of this sneakers and merch from all over the country, all over the world. Coming into one city, yeah,
2: it's gonna be a glorious. Yeah, Boulder place would be do a, buy, a, sell, trade. Yeah, dude. There's so many spots just right, right, right around campus too that you guys really— I mean, part of that ten really...
1: percent that's willing to come anywhere comes from Boulder, right? You I think do have, oh I've like I've about three or four guys that come, you know, at least once or twice a month out of Boulder for sure.
2: What's the Instagram uh social media stuff handles? CultureStreet.shop. So And it's what's the everything website everything the same thing, Culture
1: Street Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you can find us. Just Google us now, Culture Street. If
2: you Google Streetwear Denver, Sneakers Denver, you'll find us. You know, some places aren't worth going to because you can find stuff closer. Right. You're a destination location. We are. What you guys do is very unique and very special. People go in, like, some people like Doll they go in and they're just like, it's, they're blown away. It's like the same vibe as you guys. Right. You start looking at the hats, you start looking at the hats forever. Yep. You start looking at the vintage tees, you start looking at the shoes. You just go to the back table where you guys are just working on like the processing stuff. I'm right. just like that's my favorite. It's like st- st- stuff looking at stuff just just stuff just there. came in. Yep. Because it's just exciting. Right. It's kind of exciting, yep. so. Yep. Um that's the whole show, man. Uh yep. appreciate it. Uh get into Culture Street. I yep. want you guys to get in Culture Street before the move. Right. Because post move it's going to be new. it will be a new Culture Street yep. and yep. all that kind of stuff, yep. so Go check it out. Um, shout us out. If you go to the shop, find Andy, ask to talk to Andy, ask to talk to one of the guys and shout it out. We don't do lots of calls to action, but we want to know that you guys, yeah. Andy wants to hear from they, you guys.
1: You know, did, you hear, <coughs> did you hear about me from the radio?
2: Well, like our guy Alo goes in. He just was texting us a little bit ago. Yeah. And um, he's the type of guy I will come up to you. I don't know how many people like go to the spot and say, Hi, I heard you. I just want to let you know I heard you on the radio or something like that. A lot of people right. don't do that, but we're asking you to kind of do that because I want yep. you to meet Andy, and he's a good dude. Yep, yep. And then I understand, you know, the kind of the
1: the demographic of the listeners on here. So it's probably going to be more parents of my demographic.
2: So yeah, well, look you know. at those two dudes back there. Yeah, look at Nigel, yep. look at Andrew, yep. and look at yep. and, and yep. look at uh, Jake. So yep. I think there's a little bit of everything. There so is. again. There is. Uh, don't box I'm very talented Don't box me into oh, no. uh, Just old guys liking me Okay <laughs> Well you keep boxing yourself in Man with all these 90s quotes <laughs> I know man Back to the future Half my quotes oh, I do Are yeah. all from back to the, oh, No yeah. uh, Or from Stay by the Bell uh, Okay For Andy the 5th from Culture Street Jake Nigel Andrew And Anilo are next We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. I'm Danny Williams. Good night, Sheila. Good
0: night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila.
2: Bye, Terry. Bye,
0: Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry.
3: Bye, Sheila.